You know, another way that Local Waste delivers every Friday right here on the show, they give us an opportunity to blow off a little steam, to, to say what's on our mind, to express it in a way that catches folks' attention with the volume turned up to 10. It's a tradition we call a Trash Talk! Yeah, this is from Scott, who says to all the people on LinkedIn, can you please stop using this platform like Facebook? Why are you posting things that do not involve finding a job or talking about education to find a new career path or even trying to find a new mentor? Go and post your nonsense ideological leanings on Facebook. Before you like or repost something on LinkedIn, please ask yourself, is this the kind of crap I should be taking to some other social network to signal to my friends that I'm either very intelligent or otherwise? Or is this job related? And for that matter, to the engineers of LinkedIn, please ban all posts by politicians. None of what they're posting is relevant. It's not helping me looking for a job. Public service announcement over. Sincerely yours, Scott. There you go, Scotty. What about this one from Wife of a Teacher who writes in, says, I'm so sad teachers are being picked on and bullied by Alberta's premier and education minister. They haven't even set foot in a classroom through this pandemic. They're just out looking for a fight. These two keep bullying, poking, vilifying, and lying, stoking that anger. It's like they want teachers to walk out so they can vilify them and the Alberta Teachers Association even more. Teachers are not okay. They're worn thin. They're tired. They're depressed and they don't deserve this fight from these bullies. I hope Albertans see through this. These folks know these bullies are going about it all wrong, attacking the good people. How many times have you heard or have you thought, thank God for my kids' teachers? I bet a couple of thousand times more than you've said, thank God for the UCP. Signed, wife of a teacher. What about this one from Jimmy, who says, great show. Finally, some Canadian content that's informative and extensive says, well, that's what I thought until I tuned into your February 4th show, Ryan. Your change of tone from your kind, thoughtful, inquisitive discussion with folks talking about eating disorders to your ranting and lack of empathy toward the blockade at the borders at Coots and Ottawa downtown. How can you hate us if you do not know us? Should not public figures like yourself strive to lessen the gap between groups and promote understanding and empathy toward others? Just wondering while I'm at work, waiting for a truck to show up. That from Jimmy. Point registered. Jimmy, thank you very much. This one from Johnny who says, Jespo and earmuffs kids. Big time earmuffs kids. I'm sick and fucking tired of people thinking their political party of choice is somehow morally or ethically superior to other parties. How often times have we heard, my party cares about healthcare, yours doesn't. My party cares about the economy, yours doesn't. My party cares about the environment and jobs and education and freedom and yours doesn't. If you've ever thought these things about your chosen political party, you've been duped. Don't feel bad though. We've all bitten off a little bit of that at some point. You have to remember they are masters at getting us to believe this shit. Granted, some individuals Individual politicians may have deep and legitimate convictions about these issues, but don't kid yourselves. Political parties care about two things and only two things. Number one, getting fucking elected. And number two, staying fucking elected. Johnny says, dutifully planting your flag at one end of the spectrum for one political party is destroying our ability to see past the bullshit. They're all shoveling down our throats every single day. No more for me. My vote is up for grabs every election, and it's about time politicians started earning it. That from Johnny. This one from Deanna, who says my premier's a bully. He's not a leader or collaborator. He rules with an iron fist, creating fear and division. Doesn't care about the greater good, just himself, no one and nothing else. Me, me, me. A liar who lies so easily, his only tell is his smirk. Deanna says I've lived in Alberta for 40 years and I've never felt afraid for my future until now. 
this because of my premier. The gaslighting, the deflecting, unleashing the alt-right, and the silent MLAs are just as responsible as anybody else for this chaos. I may not be the smartest person in the room, but I know right from wrong, and I stand up to bullies. That from Deanna, and this one to wrap us up from West Juice. Buckle up. When I was growing up, we were told that being a good citizen, being a good Canadian, was all about looking after each other. Canadians were nice. We'd put Canadian flags on our backpacks when we traveled because we didn't want to be mistaken for Americans. If you wanted to have a voice in your government, you'd run for office, and at the very least, you'd vote and have your say, and that's how it works. Now these folks show up, some of them with their kids in tow. And I see on the internet they're using kids like human shields at the Windsor border crossing. Are you serious? What kind of a culture is this? There are some strong ISIS vibes going on over there. By the sounds of it, they don't even know how government works. Why didn't somebody teach them the basics? Where were they radicalized? And why don't their pastors and priests do something about these barbaric practices? I mean, don't get me wrong, says West Juice. Everybody's got a right to peacefully protest, but now people are losing their jobs and lives because of the actions of these backward goons in this country that's not how you do it go get a job like the rest of us you lazy assholes and fit in or fuck off West Juice then wonders, does this sound familiar? If you're a person of color or a Muslim like I am, this is the shit that I've been hearing about people like me and immigrants like my parents for more than 40 years. My parents came here, worked their asses off, built a life for us and thrived. And because they didn't have the opportunities that you did back in their quote, shithole countries, they love Canada. They told me the life won't be fair, but you can pull your bootstraps up. You can achieve anything here. Complaining, a sign of weakness. Now I see a bunch of weak, cowardly, ugly Canadians parading around like they own the place, being treated with kid gloves by the authorities must be nice to be able to erode the rule of law without consequences. For the record, I will forever use this as an irrefutable example of white privilege in this country. It's just too obvious. My parents didn't want to leave their lives behind in the old country, but they had to because people like you turned their country into a shithole. Now I'm seeing it happen to the Alberta and Canada that I love. Fuck these people and the trucks they rode in on. I'll also add the caveat that these aren't actually real truckers, just like Islamic terrorists aren't real Muslims. The vast majority of truckers, just like the vast majority of Muslims, are like everybody else, trying to put food on the table and raise their kids so they might have a better life than maybe they could get off on a little vacation every once in a while. Sad these dumbasses are ruining for the real truckers, but hey, now you know how this Muslim feels. Imbeciles used to say that immigrants would ruin our country. I guess the joke's on them. It's old stock Canadian. That from West Juice, but I ain't throwing it because this is going in the hopper for email of the month. You can send your trash talk in to talk at ryanjesperson.com. Coming up on Monday's show, it's Valentine's Day, and we're going to talk about intimacy droughts. What's that all about? Plus, a student organizer of a walkout protest will join us before they, you know, walk out. In the meantime, like, subscribe, share our content. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon.